Savaged. Violent and vicious riots in Atlanta carried out by the anti-police radical left anarchists are an abomination, and it has to stop. These extremists smash windows, set fire to a police cruiser, destroyed businesses, laid waste to downtown Atlanta, and were even found carrying explosives. They wanted to kill people. They didn't quite have that opportunity, but they would have, and they wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. Unfortunately, nothing will happen to most of these rioters because of the Marxist prosecutors who have seized control of the justice system in Atlanta, just like they are in New York, just like they have in other places. As always, it's hardworking, law-abiding citizens of all backgrounds who pay the price for this radical left extremism sponsored by George Soros, it seems. The rioters who attack our wonderful police officers and destroy so many lives must be punished to the fullest extent of the law. And when I'm president again, if Marxist prosecutors betray their oaths and refuse to protect our citizens, I will not hesitate to send in federal law enforcement to restore peace and public safety. We will restore law and order in America. We've never seen anything like is happening right now. Crime is up by 50, 60, 70, and 100 percent in these radical left, Democrat-run cities. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. We're going to make America great again. Thank you. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Forever. Forever. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savage well, again, uh, that's part of why they had this country. Your host, Michael Gardner. Let's get it going, guys! Welcome, guys. Welcome to Savage Unfiltered, guys. I got a special guest joining me here. Good friend of mine here on the show and uh, off the show here. Uh, joining us here from uh, North Carolina and the host of his show, uh, Frazier Chronicles. This is uh, David Frazier, known as the Preacher Man. Welcome, huh? David. How's it going, buddy? Welcome to Savage Unfiltered. Yes, sir. It's going great. Um, it's great here in North Carolina. It's great to be on your show, of course, as always. And I appreciate you for letting me come on today and invite me on. Yeah, man. And uh, it's great having you on on, on the show. Um, so what did you think of uh, Donald Trump's message there? Uh, opening it up there, you know, with the with the latest coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, with the, uh, you know, the riots. You know, everybody's protesting now with that that uh, Tyree, I, 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 Tyree or is it Tyler or something? You know what I'm talking Tyree. about, right? Yeah, Tyree, yeah. yeah. What's, what's your insight on that before we get to the riots? Do you think that uh, there was some type of uh, social injustice there? Or, like, what's your insight on that, man? So my insight on that, I think it is. Um, as always, um, everyone has to do an investigation, I believe. But um, it's been happening for a while. Um, it's, not, it's 
not really new. It's just prevalent because, again, it made headlines. Um, I believe that at the same time that <clears throat> when, you know, when people are stopped and things of that nature, um, I think that use of force happens, but it shouldn't be always the first thing to happen. And yeah. when it down to it, I think that the investigation will find out what really happened, what did happen, and what should have happened. So um, my take on it is, you know, it's under investigation and just want to see what the outcome is going to be and what they, the findings are. Yeah. Yeah, because the reason why I'm saying that is because there's there's a whole bunch of, like, protesting going on here in, in Florida. You know, I've, I've noticed some people, you know, picketing and stuff like that, putting their signs up. And uh, I hate to be the, the bearer of bad news, but uh, we have to see a full investigation. We have to see, yeah. you know, uh, if if it was social injustice. And if it was, then, you know, charges should be placed against the, the, the Memphis uh, police officers there. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, the riots in Atlanta, Georgia, man. Um, a lot of Democrats now, uh, including some here in Florida, are ruling it out to be a non-domestic terrorist attack. Um, I'll give you my insights on it, David. I think it was a domestic terrorist attack. Um, I think these were individuals that want to do bodily harm to, you know, people, bystanders around the area of downtown Atlanta. And uh, and that's that. I I'm not sure exactly why the Democrats are not ruling this out as a domestic uh, terrorist attack. I think it is. Uh, what do you think, David? I think it is, too. Um, I think also there are people that, you know, from – uh, what I've been seeing and been told, there are people that came from other states that's not even from the Atlanta area uh, that have come down there to um, create a hostile environment, doing a protest, uh, created some property damage of, of sorts as well. Um, so I think that it is that. I just think that it's the people that came to yeah. Atlanta that's Atlanta creating that to kind of give Atlanta and the people of it, the citizens of Atlanta, a bad you know, rap sheet, a bad name when it comes down to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. Well, 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 here's something right here, guys, that you're, you're probably going to be like, what? There was a, uh, a reporter. Everybody knows him. He's been very famous through Fox. Now Ducey. Ducey is now questioning Kareem Jean Pierre. Why Biden won't label the, any of this out that we're seeing. Check this guys out here. Thanks, Green. Um, so, when you talk about infrastructure, you say it's important for the president to have a chance to speak directly to the American people. Why doesn't he want to speak directly to the American people now that some big cities are bracing potentially this weekend for riots? So, he put out a statement yesterday, um, and I think when a statement comes from the president of the United States, it has a powerful impact. Uh, and he was very clear in that statement. He offered his condolences to the family of Ty Tyree Nichols. He also joined the family in calling for peaceful protests. That is an important uh, statement that the president could make. Uh, and uh, you have me here reiterating what the president has said. And we're going to continue to do that. It's not the first time I've laid out the Dobbs decision uh, was, a, was a time where we were calling uh, oh, for really? peaceful protest. And there's been other times uh, even before then. So, and, and let's not forget Election Day. 
uh, where we did the same. So God forbid election day, right? the president's day, right? words really Jesus. matter. They have weight. This, this and it's woman, I, I'm telling that we, you. The, the American people heard from him uh, directly. Okay, on the documents, have any more classified documents been located in any places associated with President Biden? I would refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. Okay. I would refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. officials insist that the president right self-reported right the classified right materials if his lawyers Thank initially God. called the White House and not the Justice Department. I would refer you to the White House counsel. But we heard from this podium the other day that President well, Biden uh, self-reported the materials. That's not what, exactly what happened. Um, who did you hear that from? John Kirby. Well, I would refer you to the White House counsel. They have, they have no questions. They, they, they don't have answers to the questions. I yeah, back when huh? they don't have no answers to the questions. Uh, and it's 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 quite alarming that we see the press secretary. I would refer you back to such and such. I would refer you back to such and such. Isn't she's the she's the freaking press secretary? She's supposed to be answering questions from the press. Something something's up, uh, David. Something is up. I I think that they're hiding more than than they can bargain for. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, I think so too. I think that, um, and you know, it, it was interesting in that whole thing is when you're getting questioned and sometimes you're not a part of those particular, um, little, you know, organizations within an organization and you, you know, you, you might not have an answer due to the reason someone else might've needed to answer that. And I think sometimes when it comes to the podium, it's like sports, you know, how the coaches have all their players up there, have all your people up there so we can get answers that you're not always referring people back because if you refer somebody back to something, you might never get an answer. Oh yeah. 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 And uh, before we go further, people are kind of like puzzled here with this, with the hoodie guys, uh, rock away grill um, guys. I, 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 I promised them I would literally you know, support them and, and show it on camera, guys. Rockaway Grill, if you're in the, uh, I don't know if you could see it, guys. Head over to Rockaway Grill. Phenomenal stuff. I'm sorry I had to throw that out. I promise I would, you know, plug them in. But, you know, uh, I agree what you're saying, uh, uh, David, you know. But, uh, you know, here's some more stuff here. And feel free uh, to um, um, mute your mic if you want because this this video here i'm about to plug in um i'll plug in a little bit of it guys but this is just now more updates here on the classified information everybody wants to know what's going on with the classified information there's more classified document documentation coming out more than trump and uh oh boy biden's in trouble check this out guys now obviously here we put this out here by cbs more coming out Oh, well, what's gonna happen, David? I, I, I don't know. Do, do you think he's gonna? <laughs> you think he's gonna be impeached by, uh, by Merrick Gar? Uh, not Merrick Garland. Who the hell is it? Um, Kevin McCarthy. Excuse me. Backwards. I, what, what do you think is gonna happen, David? I think, I think they're gonna let him run his presidency. Um, due to the fact, um, I don't think we have seen an impeachment since, uh, Clinton's era. Um. Yeah. I, I I don't think they are just because when you impeach, you want to have somebody <laughs> else come up. And I think that'd be the, um, would be Camilla Harris, I believe, but I don't think, I don't think they will want her up there. So just let it run its course. And I think that with, with all this coming out, he won't win the next election. 
Oh, yeah. But, you know, they're finding more and more classified, like I said, folks, material. Um, I said Merrick Garland. I'm all fired up on these issues today because there's a lot of shit I'm trying to cover here in like oh, a yeah. 20, 25-minute span here. But, uh, I mean, obviously you see Representative James Colby, you know, putting these articles out. And uh, rightfully so. You know, more Republicans stating, you know, uh, there's more stuff circulating, you know, the press and this and that. And uh, do you think that the DOJ is going to, you know, pretty much play the favoritism part on uh, Joe Biden and try to cover it up as much as possible? Because a lot of this stuff, uh, David, they're saying was never meant to be seen in front of the public. They tried to, you know, pretty much tuck it under the rug. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. The DOJ... Um, Department of Justice, um, they prosecute who they whom they choose to prosecute. I don't think they are prosecuted in this manner um, just because of simple fact. It, they say it's classified right now, but then throw it under as an unclassified document. And that would be the changing point or turning point in the case. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, but uh, now you see Ron Klain and uh, Jeff Zettis. Uh, oh yeah, I I can I can I couldn't even imagine what's about to happen next. I mean, really, but oh, yeah. uh, I wanted to put that out there because it is updates, guys. It's updates. Uh, we we need to see this stuff. And uh, to be honest with you, we're in 2023. Um, I'm surprised Joe Biden is still president to this day, even with the yeah. new House Speaker. I'm surprised that Kevin McCarthy isn't you know pushing the envelope a lot you know a lot further and saying you know we have to. We have to impeach, uh, you know, um, Joe Biden. We, we 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 have to. Simple as that. I mean, it has to be done. I mean, he he he's literally coming out uh, of the branches, so to speak, of of corruption. We're seeing possibly the biggest corruption in American history, and you know, it's. <laughs> I'm surprised, to be honest with you. I'm surprised. Really surprised. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any thoughts on that, uh, David? I, I just wanted to see, um, you know, the DOJ and all these other organizations actually prosecute someone of a presidential caliber. The reason for it is because they're our leaders. If they're not held to the same standards, then why hold everybody else to the same standards? I mean, it's just a, it's just a question I'm asking because we're, we're easily to prosecute someone who is not guilty of a crime when there is no evidence, which has been proven throughout history. But then you have someone who has physical evidence, who you can prosecute with evidence, and you don't do it. So, I mean, I would love to see it. It's going to happen. It's a question that I think a lot of people in America have. I just don't think that it'll happen. I just think that it's going to run its course. It's going to get the publicity that it deserves. And then after that, they're going to move on to something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, the the hesitation, the panics. I mean, you've seen Jean, Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre literally panicking through the uh, through the uh, television screen. Like, I would advise you. I would advise you talk to this. I would have uh, – they're, they're in full panic mode. They, they know yeah. damn well that Joe is on his way over to possibly Gitmo for treason. Oh, they, yeah. they know that. Oh, yeah. They know the corruption. Uh, folks, you, you just seen the uh, uh, footage coming out of 
Paul Pelosi just the other day. I was going to plug that in, but I don't want to waste my time. I think everybody knows what's happening with the Paul Pelosi, with the hammer thing. You know, yeah. uh, did you see that video, David? I thought that was yeah. fucking hysterical, to be honest with you. Yeah. I've actually, um, I thought of it. I said, you know, I look at their age. They're, they're up there in age. And yeah. my question is like, why do you try to stay in power being, you know, up there in age? And then it takes this incident for you to step down. It's just a question that I ask myself because I'm like, who wants to work all their life? I mean, political jobs <laughs> at a young age is already stressful. And then you get oh, older. Yeah. It's really stressful because now it's like, yes, you know the political system. People change. Politics stays the same. And it doesn't it doesn't change with time. So I'm like, why stay in it? It's the million dollar question. Uh, it's, you know, why, why, why stay in it? Are, are they in it for, you know, uh, for money? Are they in it, you know, because they like that power trip? Guys, hold that thought. We'll be right back. Uh, don't go anywhere. Okay, can you hear me? I have a little, like, secret. Love, love, love. Where's not to love? This is Mars Murder Mystery. <clears throat> this is Mars Murder Mystery. And I'm your captain, Lars Lawmonger. There's an intergalactic killer on the loose. I look for underwear that makes me feel like it's like it's like a gentle hug. You know what I mean? Not like a headlock on my pussy. <laughs> When I see like ads for underwear, it's just like girls that I would never be friends with. I don't know who these girls are. The annoying thing is that it's not marketed for like a normal girl. It's always like, our underwear will make you feel lifted or sexual. It's for a girl with a perfect C and a bubble butt. We all wear underwear, so we know that that's not a realistic thing to advertise. To me, like sexiness isn't really like a physical thing. It's always more mental for me. It's not about what I'm wearing, but the way I'm wearing it. My perfect pair of underwear would cover my butt completely, and I would never have to pick it throughout the day. I hate underwear that rides up your ass. I don't like when there's text on the butt, like baby girl. I like to feel that, I, that I'm actually wearing it, you know, it doesn't have to feel invisible. I just want it to be soft and simple. Does anything that's comfortable, just have to put it on and like feel good. You're not wearing underwear, but you are. I'm a very colorful person, so I just love colorful underwears and prints as well. I usually go for like black, white, or nude. There's some sort of like sexiness to that, you know, simplicity. I mean, I like wearing like Tuesday on Friday, you know, but I'm just like crazy. I think especially with underwear, it's geared at you have to look good for someone else. It can make you feel really good and confident, but that's not really for someone else, that's for yourself. Wear the thing only you could wear because it's yours, because it comes from the inside out. Being yourself is the most sexy fucking thing ever.
Okay. Uh, did Elon Musk request to meet with the president himself while he was in town this week? Well, what I can tell you, I would I would uh, refer you to Elon Musk. I don't have uh, any request uh, to share with you right now. What uh -huh. I can tell you is that he did not meet with the president. It was his two advisors, senior advisors, as I just laid out, John Podesta and Mitch uh, Landrieu, oh who met uh, with uh, Elon Musk today. A fucking laughing stock. It really about is. Who, about who asked whom. Okay, following up. Somewhat related to EVs, but gas prices. Um, could hit four dollars in the next couple of months the national average according to a lot of the experts like gas buddy uh, how likely is it that the president taps into the strategic petroleum reserve again this what year did you hear that from so uh, um secretary granholm as you know was here i believe on monday and she was asked this question and so that is uh, certainly something that's under her purview as well and we don't have oh God. guys look at her look at her forehead what i can really say about sweaty. gas prices more, more broadly uh, is that while some temporary refinery outages and maintenance uh, are impacting gas prices there, right Kareem. now the price of gas is still down about a dollar fifty cents uh since june around where it was when putin invaded ukraine the department of energy is working uh, with refineries to bring capacity back online swiftly and safely. And uh, the president will continue to do everything he can to keep lowering costs for the American families. Uh, so, look, in contrast to what the white, the House Republicans want to do, we have that Spro bill that you they know, put forward shake, uh, in trying to, uh, you know, stop the president the from doing this, everything this, that he can to lower costs. And so we're doing the opposite. We're going to continue to do the work uh, to make sure that we tackle inflation, one of the most important economic priorities of this president. And, oh, uh, and so Sounds we'll continue like to do that work. Any, any additional Inflation. Um, uh, you know, uh, tapping of the spro. I just don't have anything for you. Tap, refilling it, especially now that get, uh, oil prices are climbing again, could get up to 110 a barrel. Uh, when do you see the timeline for refilling it? So oh I, we had laid out the plan of how that was going to work. I don't have anything updated uh, on that. This I woman never has to anything to update for any specific. Get her off the that. air. Get her off the air. She has never, never, never nothing to update. I don't have nothing to update here, nothing to see here. We don't have anything to see. It's just simply kabooey shippa. Yeah. <laughs> My God, this woman is terrible. I don't have anything to update. They replaced her from Peppermint Patty. I thought Peppermint Patty was just as worse. This woman is terrible. My God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know why she was put in there, guys. You know, she is, uh, you know, you probably heard Joseph say this Ow. on the show. She was placed there because she is a literally a lesbian. And that's why she's put in there for for the right purpose, you know. Joe thought it was okay to put a token lesbian in, in place as a press secretary, you know. Joe hasn't really made a lot of good decisions, uh, David. You know, you, you see the... Um, the House floor just uh, earlier today, hey, or was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Excuse me. I forget. Yeah, it was yesterday, actually. They're questioning the new nominated uh, district judge that Joe put in. Yeah. I think, uh, okay. You, you there, David? I think you're free, you're, you're free, you're, uh, your screen was frozen, but we got you back up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts on that, man? I think, oh, okay. I, yeah, you were freezing up a little bit. It's all right, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just think that when it comes down to questioning um, a lot of things, we're, we're always going to question things depending on who 
uh, makes the decision to put someone in a certain position. Um, I think that when it comes down to it, when the next president who is elected comes into office, I think that the the answer really be more genuine. I just don't think that with President Biden making or coming to the, the stand and saying, oh, I'd select this person due to this. I don't think it's genuine. I think that it's more of a check the box, diversity hires. Um, I think that's what it really is. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's been seen throughout his presidency that a lot of decisions have been made based off of this diversity to look like, hey, I'm making decisions based off of diversity, based off of, you know, someone's sexuality, orientation, and things of that nature. I just think that it's not genuine, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But, like, if you've seen... This is this is what I have to say. If you've seen the uh, um, the questions that they were questioning, they they were actually questioning the uh, the nominated uh, nominee that Joe Biden put in place for the district attorney there up in Washington. He was like, "Can you define Article 5? And she's like, uh, "I can't recall that." And then he's like, "Okay, can you recall Article 2? No, I can't recall what? that either. David, this is a uh, this is a uh, an attorney, a district attorney that was nominated by Joe Biden. Okay, she can't define Article Five and Article Two of the Constitution, and she's she was an honorable judge for nine years, followed by a regular district attorney in her district. For five years prior to that, how the hell can you not define the articles of the Constitution when you took an oath as a judge? You know how embarrassing that is. Yes, real <sighs> embarrassing. I'm telling you, real. That's real embarrassing. That's like going yeah. to court. You have, you know, you have many clients, and they ask you the question. And you're talking about somebody else's client, and you're like, they're like, that's not what this case is for today, and you're like. Well, I can't recall what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 embarrassing. It really is. It's really embarrassing, guys. Uh, before we close it out here uh, in a little bit here, I want to get this out here. The show's been sponsored by uh, LiveRishi.com, guys. Have been super awesome to us. Uh, really, really good quality products. Uh, if you use that code, that promo code Savage Ten, um, on the bottom of the screen there for twenty percent off. Uh, you're going to get amazing, amazing CBD products. Uh, really, they stand by their word. They are fresh, organic stuff, guys. Check them out today, www.liverishy.com. Uh, shaky, after we're done here with the broadcast, I'll put that in the uh, show notes. So much appreciation. Live Rishi, love you. Anyway, back to the show. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm just, it, it, it's becoming a laughing stock. It really is. I mean, it's 2024 here. At, I mean, I hope it gets here soon. I, I really do. It, it's oh. becoming, it's becoming a, a fucking laughing stock. It really is. Oh, yeah. I mean, one spin off off the next. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna close it up, guys. I want to remind folks that uh, haven't checked out the book. We'll put out the trailer here. I know we've been gone for like the last week and a half. I was on vacation, and 
uh, much needed rest, guys. Uh, check this book out. Amazing, amazing content that you can find in my book. Really good stuff. Savaged Unfiltered. My fellow American, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Pick up your copy of America's Political Warfare, Our Modern Civil War, available on Amazon.com and other platforms December 30th. Get it today. About to close it out here soon. Shaky, he was like, uh, should I plug in the the the, the break? Or yeah, you gotta plug in the break. Jesus Christ, man. Like Joy Bayard would say from the from the from the view. For God's sakes, piece of garbage. Anyway, we're gonna bring on uh Frazier here. We're gonna close it out here, Frazier. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, man. I know it was a quick one. We usually do like our podcasting, and uh I had I I had to get this in, you know, talk about a lot of different stuff. What do you think of the clown show, buddy? Uh, like, I'll give you one minute, man, to discuss. I know you haven't been really talking a lot. I've been talking about the whole show, but go ahead, buddy. Uh, what, what do you think about the uh, the latest political clown show that you're seeing? Um, I just think that it's just it's just atrocious. Um, it brings energy. It brings people. It brings viewers. It's doing what it's supposed to do, but I think that it's not bringing out the realistic thing that's going on and it's not bringing yeah. the attention that the American people deserve. Honestly, I mean, people are looking for answers and all you can think of is just playing around in political office, playing around with people's lives. I mean, when they take these oaths and when they take these offices, they know you're supposed to be for the people. But again, it's not for the people. It's more about self. And it goes back to leadership. You know, I, I, I've said that there are three types of leaders. There are leaders for the people. There's leaders against the people. And then there's leaders just for themselves. And I think most politicians are the last two. One, leaders for themselves. Yeah. It's against the people. There is no one there for the people. So the people in America, that is, that is that's the citizens like us, we have to be more vocal in telling each other, hey, we have to, it's our duty. It's our job 
to make sure that we get the things we deserve. I hear you. The people in the office are not going to do it. They took the seats because they wanted a, a, a big raise of four hundred and fifty thousand a year, plus a bonus of two hundred thousand on top of that. So, I mean, when you put money in people's hand, they forget what they even signed up for. But again, they want to continuously keep all of us accountable for our actions and making sure that oh, don't come if you if you know if you want to meet me, you know, just throw it on social media about what you want to tell me. But I'm not going to meet yeah. you in person because. They don't want the backlash from the people. They don't. They they can't. And and as you see, you put people on a podium and ask questions, they can't answer it. So that's what they don't want to be known for. Getting up there and being like, but uh uh yeah, uh I, I'll refer you to this dictionary over here, the Webster's dictionary to get your answer instead of giving an answer that they that they genuinely yeah. know. I mean, it's it's just atrocious. It's ridiculous. Oh, it is. It, it, it is atrocious. I mean, it, it really is. And I, I'm going to close it out with this, guys. Uh, you know, I was on Twitter the other day. And uh, this, I'm not going to plug their name in, but uh, you, you can, if you go to my, my Twitter account, you'll see the uh, comment uh, at Keep It Savaged. Um, these people now are now saying, get this, uh, David, that if you live in a Republican state or Republican like threshold of an area, you are more likely to develop COVID symptoms versus versus get this guys. If you live in a Democrat area or a Democrat state, you're least likely to develop COVID. I heard that shit. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's funny as hell. It really is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these are grown men and grown women, man, that act, they're supposed to be grown men and grown women. And, and they're, they're saying because I'm a Republican, I'm, I'm highly more likely to develop COVID. What that kind of shit is that? I, I'm like, oh my God. Exactly. Guys, I'm going to close it out here. I got an announcement here. We'll close it out here. Uh, May 4th, guys, is the next big date here. We're launching our second book, as you can see on the ticker bottom here. Uh, through the Savage Door, that's going to be uh, labeled. Uh, it's going to be available in ebook and soft cover on Amazon.com. Uh, it's only exclusive on Amazon.com. A little different uh, than the first book, America's Political Warfare: Our Modern Civil War, which is still available, guys. Uh, but we're doing it a little different this time. The first book was available on Target, and, you know, um, uh, excuse me, Target, Walmart, and, and other marquees, but. Um, uh, was having some trouble trying to get it restocked with them. So we're only going to make it available on Amazon. So I think it's easier. You know, every, everybody uses Amazon, I think. But uh, yeah, guys, on May 4th of this year, uh, the book will be available, like I said, in both ebook and soft cover through the Savage Door. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not going to plug any spoilers, guys. You got to check it out. So it's, it's a really in-depth uh, book. I think it's awesome. Uh, and, and that's that guys. Uh, if you don't like it, then I don't know what else to tell you, but I want to thank David for coming on. Uh, I really do. Um, David, for some of the listeners that, you know, they seen you on the show from time to time, you know, I am always getting new listeners. You know, that podcasting, you always develop new listenership. Where can they find you, buddy? I'm going to let you plug in away. Yes, sir. Um, they can find me at www dot fraserchronicles.com 
um, that's my website. On that website, you can find out, um, listen to all the podcasts. You can go there, find some merchandise. You also can sign up for our newsletter, which is dropping next month. So um, oh, wow. they go on there. They can definitely sign up, sign up for the uh, newsletter, um, go around, look at some of the things that Frasier Chronicles doing. And they also can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube as well. I'll get back into the YouTube next month as well, dropping a lot of videos, information, um, and um, bringing a lot of people on this year. So um, it's going to be live. It's going to be fast. And I hope that they jump on the train before the train leaves the station. So, yeah. I hope so, too. God willing, guys. God willing. Well, David, thank you very much, buddy, for joining us. Uh, it's always a privilege and an honor. My words are backwards today. I'm just getting back on the airwaves, guys, you know, for a week and a half of hiatus of a vacation in Key West. It was beautiful down there. Love the weather. But, uh, yeah, guys, I got to get back to podcasting. So I'm a little rusty after a week and a half. Yeah, it can happen. But, guys, thanks very much. Remember, keep it savage, and we will see you next week with myself and Joseph and uh, hopefully Sauce. Sauce has been busy, been doing a lot of different shit. But, guys, remember, I'm Michael Gardner, host of the Savage Unfiltered Podcast, and we will see you next week. Take it easy, guys. Mm -hmm.